Greetings, everybody. We are back for episode six. I am Ray. And I'm Mama Mayo. Um, so we are just going to start off with prayer and then we'll get right into it. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you, God, for this day. We pray for our nation. We pray for the world. We pray for people that are hurting. Father God, we just pray that today's message will help someone out there to reestablish their goals, to think about what they're doing, and we just want to be a blessing to the body of Christ. We thank you. We give your name the praise, the glory, and the honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So today we are going to talk about finances or you know uh financial literacy because it's important and um i don't think it's talked about enough so that we can move and progress positively um people don't realize that finances are key finances mess up relationships marriages everything um and it's important to plan for your future and think about um what you want to do in the future and where you see yourself in the future even if you're not making a lot it's just key to try and plan out your life and figure out what you can do with what you have um so i know it's also important to set financial goals so where do you see yourself in a year where do you see yourself in the next five years where do you see yourself in the next 10 years so that's um key um and then uh we want to talk about also financial literacy and sometimes you might have hardships so it's important to um, have a goal or plan for that Um, and I will and then lastly also um, I have on here life skills so this is a lifestyle so what you do sometimes what you do as a child or what you do as a teenager will follow you for the rest of your life if you aren't um guiding yourself and also having mentors that are putting you in the right path so i'll pass it to my mom to start off with what she wants to go with yes dealing with finances um now let's take a look at what's happening in the world today um right now we have a tremendous unemployment out there and a lot of people are hurting there's a demonic attack on people's finances and then you say well how do i stop this attack in the bible it says in malachi 3 11 and i will rebuke the devourer for your sake and he shall not destroy the fruits of your ground neither shall your vine cast her fruit before the time in the field saith the lord of hosts when you are a giver everything you own is protected by god let me say that statement again when you are a giver Everything you own is protected by God. This is a word from the Lord. When you are a giver, and that means 
of your earnings belong to him. He's only asking out of a 100% check, he says, I just want 10%. You can give that 10% to a local church or a non-profit charitable organization. You know, you can bless the boys club, you can bless the YMCA, you can bless the food bank. Sometimes people say, I don't want to give it to the church. But I'm going to tell you, as a woman that's in her 60s, by me tithing to my local church has truly blessed me tremendously. But also God wants you to pay yourself. And a lot of times we forget about giving or putting money away into a savings account. So the number one thing is, when you look at your check, he's only asking for 10%. And also he says, you have to protect yourself by setting aside money for yourself and then go ahead and pay your bills. Everyone should have, number one, a savings account. If you say, I can't save, then start with saving your change. For every dollar you break, you might get two cents back, you might get 25 cents back, but take that money, put it in a jar, and I guarantee you, you start throwing that change in that jar, that jar will eventually full up. Now, once that jar fills up, you don't go out and buy something with it. Take the money to the savings account and deposit it. Start a savings account. And right now, it's not um, giving a lot of interest on it, but at least you know it's there. Because right now, the, the rate that we're going with credit cards, we need some cash. Old folks long ago used to put away cash. I remember my grandfather, when he went through the depression state, my grandfather said, I will never put money in the bank. And I was like, what is my granddaddy thinking like that? And eventually, in his day and time, some of the banks closed. But you know what? My granddaddy was so smart. My granddaddy would take the mason jars, the money that he used to make from his soybeans and coins, he would put the money in the mason jar. And then he would hide it in the ground. <laughs> and sometimes he actually forgot where he put the money. But he knew eventually when he remembered, he had money in the ground that he could take and go to the store and buy what he want. So let's start throwing our money, our loose change in a jar. And once the jar fills up, you can put that money in the savings account. Change if you have dollars. Now, can you imagine throwing every dollar in a jar? And it gives me joy taking that jar to the bank. And you say, I wonder how much I have. I remember the little boy last Christmas, I was at the Publix and he had his little jar. 
but he had quarters. And I said, I'm wondering how much that little boy got in that job. So, you know, I was nosy and I waited until he cashed in all of his quarters. And it was in one of those diamond spring jugs. Mm. That thing was so heavy. But that daddy made sure he ran all that money through that machine. When he cashed out, that little boy had over $500 and mm. loose change. If you could have seen the expression on that little boy's face, he said, Daddy, $500? I was like, glory. Mm. Change makes a difference. Also, the word tells us when we are a giver that we will receive power and with wisdom to handle our finances. I mean, power, oh my Lord, power and wisdom when we are givers. Right now, we need wisdom. We need that power on how to handle our finances so because some of us don't even know right now what bills to pay do i keep a mortgage over my head do i pay the utility bill do i pay the car because no money is coming in but thank god right now even if you are self-employed and some of us might not even know but we can file for unemployment go down there lay your pride aside and sign up for unemployment and Deuteronomy 8.18, Rachel. But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth, and he may establish his covenant, which he swore unto thy fathers, as it is this day. Now, he says, God giveth the increase. God giveth us the power. The power will help us to be a blessing to others. And one thing I like about um, what I'm seeing now, Tyler Perry is blessing those that have been hurt through the Black Lives Matter marches, you know, with all this killing going on. I mean, we have a lot of artists that are stepping up to the plate, a lot of artists making phone calls. I thank God for Pharrell Williams coming to um, Richmond, Virginia. He talked to um, Governor Northam, talked about June 10th, making it a state holiday. I thank God for that because, like I'm saying, everybody is hurting, but what are we going to do about it? So, as individuals, we need to get a grip on our spending, and we need that power, and we need wisdom on how to handle our finances also it says god will even give us favor to pay our bills let me tell you when you are a giver goes back again god will also do a supernatural debt cancellation and you'd be surprised i know uh with my mother you know that she's passed on I have taken over the responsibility of paying the bills. 
and I went to get the electricity bill and they said um, this month you don't have to pay a dime well that's he canceled that debt I said well thank you Lord that was unexpected favor on paying um, a bill and I said well thank God every dime helps and they didn't have to do that for the month of um, what is it month of June I did not pay electric bill and I said thank God I took that money and put it somewhere else so you never know how God is going to come through for you but be grateful a lot of times when we get extra money and people bless us we're not grateful so always thank God for every dime that's sown unto you and be grateful God will even do, uh, like I said earlier, a debt cancellation on bills. But this favor starts, it starts when we are obedient to what the word says. We cannot fight this battle without God. Always remember, the devil comes to kill and destroy when you have stress and anxiety, depression, sometimes you do foolish things. So we can't let our finances control us. We have to lay our pride aside. And I remember listening to a young lady last week, and she was talking about how she was self-employed. I'm giving her testimony. And she said she had went to, she was a hairdresser. And she went in and she says, you know what? I just can't pay the rent. And she said, she went and they said, well, you don't have to pay it this month. But I'm thinking, okay, we don't have to pay it this month. He said, well, just bring me what you have. Well, I said, well, that was an excellent landlord. Just bring me what you have. But she said when she got home that evening, one of her family members had sent $400. So that's why I'm saying because that lady had given away a lot of haircuts. She was a giver. So when you are a giver, it might not come that week. But when you get in a tight spot, let me know. I'm going to tell you. God comes through every time for you when your heart is in the right place. Also, don't, we can't, we have to use wisdom. Don't waste your money on things that you don't really need. And sometimes we just overspend because we got the money. No, 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 that's not good wisdom. Oh, yeah, I can afford it, but do you really need it? It's okay to live high on the hog, but wait a minute. Did we really, really need it? Because I love to bless people, so I'm always going to make sure that I have extra money so I can sow into somebody's life. My children have seen me be sores all my life, but the key is use wisdom in your spending. 
also another way to save is to invest in only one credit card. Honey, when you go to the grocery store, and like I'm saying, we're living in some sad days. I was in the line getting groceries, and sometimes, I mean, the lady took out one credit card. The lady said, that one don't work. She went to another credit card. The lady said, that one don't work. She took out another credit card and froze. That don't work. But you never know how God will bless you. So in the end, I was like, Lord, if this lady needs um, for me to pay the groceries, I'll go ahead and pay the groceries. But when she whipped out the fourth credit card, it was enough money on her account to pay for the credit card. So make sure, and also even Rachel taught me about get the credit card that will pay you cash back on using the credit card. And I thank God for that. I didn't even know that that exists because you know, I just write a check for everything. And she was saying, mom, use the cash back card. So now when whatever I buy, I get the cash back and then I take that money and put it into my savings account. So they paying me to use their credit card. All right, and it says, always look at yourself as a producer. A producer will always have something in the ground. A farmer is a producer. So a farmer always sows seeds. So he expects his harvest. But guess what? Every farmer gives back something from his garden. My daddy used to farm, get his products, but then he would save seeds to reinvest back into the ground for the next harvest. So he was always a producer. So as believers in Jesus Christ, as a good steward of money, always invest in somebody's life because later on in life, that person going to come back and invest in your life. All right. It says, Lord knows I'm grateful for my charitable giving. It has helped us even on our taxes. And one thing that I have learned that the government has not taken away is that when you give to a charitable organization that's nonprofit, they will allow you to put that on your taxes. And they have not taken that away off of your taxes. And sometimes if you don't own a home, thank God that you are a giver because that's the only thing 
that's going to help you at the end of the year when you have tied your money and when you have given your seeds it will truly bless you at the end of the year at tax time so be a giver and on um, proverbs 10 22 the word says that the blessing of the lord makes us rich and he had he adds no sorrow with it and one thing about the word in proverbs 10 22 that the blessings of the lord now i have been um you know just given to my local church i think ever since i started my first job at 16 years old and i learned that principle under my old pastor about how to give so i started putting that 10 percent away and blessing my local church so when i got married we as a couple my husband and i said okay now we came to the table and we said okay what are we gonna do if we have children so my husband and i came together and said well before they go to church or before they go to college mail i want to make sure that we are debt free before our children go to college so if my husband and i didn't come in agreement as a couple we would never been blessed but we came together in agreement to say let's get our debt down so i made sure i paid off my car i made sure i paid off the van so my husband started paying off stuff so we went step by step okay what we gonna pay off what we gonna pay off so then the van broke down so we went and got another van and i said the guy says well do you want three years or do you want to finance the van for five years i said no i want to finance it for three years because i knew that we had to put our son through college so i had a three-year finance loan on the van i paid the van off in less than two years because see when you committed to doing something then god gonna make provisions that those provisions will go forth so i happened to go to the bank and i was putting um the church finances somebody had sent some money and i said well let me go by the bank and I told my husband, I'll put the checks, you know, in the bank for the church. So I said, well, glory to God while I'm in here. So I was in the, in the bank. And then all of a sudden the lady says, Mrs. Davis, do you have, how long do you have on your home? I said, oh, we got a 30-year a, a mortgage. She said, well, I'm going to help you. Well, my husband and I said, well, we're going to change it to 15. So first time we went, we changed it to 15. 
And my husband said, okay, oh, we can swing this. So we did the 15 for about a couple of years. But that day when I was in the bank, the lady said, you got a 15-year mortgage? And I said, yeah. She said, girl, I got this deal. And I said, I'm listening. She said, I got this deal. We can take your 15 down to five and you only have to pay like a, a couple of hundred dollars extra a month. I said, what? I said, give me the paperwork. I took the paperwork home. My husband said, this is too good to be true. I said, no, this is God. That lady didn't know me from Adam. I just happened to walk in. She just started talking to me, talking about the favor of God. Everybody knows my husband. And she knew I was married to my husband. She said, you go home and you take this 15-year mortgage and break it down to five. I said, it sounds good to me. Well, we came in agreement again. We took the five-year mortgage and paid that all in less than three years. So by the time our son went to college, guess what? We were totally debt-free because my husband said, when my son graduates from college, I don't want my son to have no debt because I want him to live his life. Students' loan just a, is a bondage to children that have went to school four and five years, got their BA degree, some of them got their master's degree, and he said, I'm not agreement when they got all this debt. And I said, honey, you are right. I'm in agreement too. So praise God, when my son graduated from college, he owed nobody, nothing but a blessing. Talking about working the principles, favor at the bank, when you're kind to people, when you are a true giver, God provides. So guess what? Here come Rachel. She wants to go to college too. We said, okay, Lord, if you did it once, you can do it again. Now, Rachel is sitting right beside me. Now, Rachel, when you graduated from college, did you have debt? Mm -mm. And you went how many years? Shoot, too many. <laughs> so the power of tithing, the power of giving, but to to have that freedom and you throw your head up in the air and you don't have loans to Fannie Mae and Sally Mae and I mean, what a privilege to graduate and don't have to worry about loans. That's that's a blessing. I wish all kids and you know some billionaires and millionaires are paying off student loans because they said it's not fair. These kids have worked hard, late night hours studying. Why do they have to have all this debt? Sometimes it takes 
adults 10 years or 15 years to pay off student loans and it's not fair and then it's it's hard on them to even get a house and everybody wants to own their own home but the first thing they look at all them student loans you got and then a red flag goes up and i think that's so unfair but like i'm saying plan plan but you have to come in agreement husband and wives if you really really want to get out of debt you got to come in agreement and i thank god that i have never been um a big spender um i've always used wisdom um on our spending my kids can tell you they would say oh if it's not in the budget we not getting it Mm-mm. and then my mama said oh we ain't paying full price for stuff mama gonna shop around and and i thank god that those skills i see in all of my kids they do use wisdom on their spending and as uh, rachel say and some of the kids are a little thrifty <laughs> but but um but i thank god for that because they are not wasters um of their finances but see it starts by teaching when they're babies and uh we always had um back in the day we would invest in bonds for our kids and we waited until those bonds matured. Once they reach high school, they cashed in their bonds. Once they finished um, college, they cashed in those bonds. And the bonds had doubled in price. And I thank God for that. Also, they we used to do CDs all the time. Every time we would reach $1,000, I'd be so happy. Ooh, let me go get a CD, you know, and get that interest off a CD. But right now, the banks ain't worth a dime. We're not getting um, nothing hardly for our money. But that's how I made my money grow. Now you got to lock it in five years to maybe get $25 and a $50. I'm not locking my money in for that long because I might need it. So that's the importance of um, a good um, financial banking system. Always keep your cash handy because we never know when the plastic gonna stop working. So if the plastic stop working, what you gonna do? You gotta have cash to fall back on. And I thank God that like I'm saying, Save your dollars for every $5 you break. If there's a dollar, throw it in a jar. For every dollar you break, if there's change, throw it in the jar. All right? Be a blessing to people by giving your time as well. Um, when you spend time with the elderly, when you mentor, I thank God for mentor, that, that helps with finances. People remember you. Um it's the little things that add up in your finances because you never know when the unexpected comes. And I can go to my mailbox and, and people will write me and say, oh, I just wanted to sow a seed in your life. And I was like, well, praise God. I can go to my door and, and because I'm a giver and because I've been a good steward 
um, over my finances. All of a sudden, a bouquet of flowers come in. I was like, well, where in the world is Oh, I was just thinking about you. I love you. And I was like, well, God, look at God. Because when you are a giver, always remember, it's not going to come when you think it's going to come. But keep sowing. Keep sowing. Be good stewards of every dime you make. It's okay to look good. It's okay. Look good. But make sure you're not wasting your money. Don't be a waster of what the Lord has blessed you with. All right, so the next scripture we have is Matthew 6, 26 through 27. Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are ye not much better than they? If God takes care of all the birds, then why can't God take care of you? And that's a true scripture. Now, the birds. You never see a bird crying. I've never seen a bird crying. A bird is always happy. A bird is always singing. But the scripture says, if I can take care of the birds, we are created in the image of Christ Jesus. Remember that. We are created in the image of Christ Jesus. Jesus says, I'm not going to let you suffer. Even if you are homeless, God will send a ram or an angel to give you something when you least expect it. Because God says, I'm going to help you. So no, don't think, well, right now I'm struggling. But if you never tell nobody that you're struggling, how would somebody know? Lay your pride aside and say, I need help. I need help. I remember even that story with the young lady how the Lord spoke to the young lady. And the lady, you know, she looked in her closet and said, you know what? I don't need this expensive pocketbook. So guess what? She put it online and got money for it. She said, well, I got all these nice clothes in here. I don't need these nice clothes no more. Guess what? She sold it. So what's in your closet? Sometimes we got more than enough stuff. Sell your stuff. Get the money and save it. And when it goes on sale, bless yourself with something else. Wean your stuff. And now one thing about what I do, I clean the closet out. I said, you know what? I don't need this. 
I just give it to goodwill, bless the people. Oh, this some nice stuff. I said, yeah. But guess what? As soon as I clean that closet out, guess what? The check come to get something else. I said, look at God. But of course, I, I, my husband said, I just hold and bless my children with it. But it's okay for me to bless my, my grown children with it. Yes, I do. But right now, I even got baby girl, grandbaby. So finances be a giver. It's not just for me, but it's to bless others. So be good stewards over your finances. So lastly, I will just summarize basically what we talked about. Uh, number one is tithing, making sure that you're tithing uh, 10%. Or if you don't want to you know, tithe to your local church, then giving back to um, a local charity. Uh, number two is another way to get yourself in the mood or vibe of saving is to save all your loose change and then set a goal or a plan to say, okay, I'm not going to touch it in the next six months or I'm not going to touch it until the next um, or at the end of the year. And then, you know, if you don't have a savings account, once you get to the end of the year, you can use that change to potentially, you know, start your own savings account. And um, the third one is the importance of saving. So, yes, I know some people say, oh, you know, I don't want to give my 10% to the church. But if you give your 10% to the church, also make sure that you set in some percentage to your own personal savings account. Um, and that's also the point, uh, the importance of, like, setting up a... a budget plan or you know like an excel file where you're actually making you know writing all your bills down okay like i make this amount of money my right. rent or my mortgage is this much my groceries are on an average to 50 to 100 dollars a week um gas well we're not really doing but so much gas <laughs> unless you're a essential worker but you know that extra money that you would have used so say you know you you went to starbucks every day or you you know you paying gas every week now we we not really doing maybe you doing gas every two weeks unless you're an essential worker but that extra money is that money now that you can take and put into your savings account because you know the extra money that you would do on the weekends or the extra money that you would do for your coffee or breakfast you know like we're not doing it right now unless you're going back to work but that is the money that you can or could or still future can still do to put towards um, a savings account. So that's the importance. So the last, the fourth one was um, future and future goals or financial goals. So make sure you are setting some kind of financial goal that you want to achieve. So say you do want to work towards, you know, getting a car or getting a house. Right. So you have to make sure that you sit down and make a plan so that you can figure out, okay, well, if I'm going to get this house or if I'm going to, you know, get this card and I at least want to set aside, you know, 5000 to put down on the car. So now you, you have a goal. So, you know, what was what's the uh, scripture without people who lack vision or the, they perish yeah so mm -hmm. um you gotta have a vision make sure you that's the I, I mean we always talk about goals the importance of setting goals even not even just financial just for your life because you need a vision you need something to guide you and help you you know succeed so 
um, that's all we have for and our episode. One other thing I wanted to interject that with the credit card, um, a lot of times um, budget analysts would say pay the minimum, but if you ever want your credit score to go up, one thing that I've taught uh, myself as well as my daughter is don't charge nothing that you can't pay off the following month. So even with a charge card, don't charge it up that when that bill comes around, you'll say, oh, I don't have enough to pay that, so I'm only going to pay half. No. If you ever want to see your credit score jump up, you pay that card off every month. And another way of keeping track of your finance is, like Ray said early, keep a spreadsheet on what you're spending. Because a lot of times people don't even realize how much they really spend. Mm -hmm. But if you write down everything you spend, and I got a daughter-in-law to do that, <laughs> she got that spreadsheet every month. But when you keep track of what you spend, then you don't know you won't be wasting your money. So start writing. If I pay grocery this bill, write it down. If I paid um, so much for gas, write it down. If I did my cell phone, write it down. Always, you can always negotiate with that cell phone. You tell them people, uh-uh, this, this phone bill too high. I'm going with somebody else. Or they get to scrambling because they don't want to lose a customer. Same thing with the cable. My husband was fighting them cable people bring Verizon files to direct. He said, uh-uh, this bill too high. All you got to say is, this bill is too high, and guess what? They'll bring your cable bill down every time. So you got the power. Negotiate with people. Remember the word says, I have given you the power. So start negotiating. Right now, the interest rate for mortgage is 2.5. If you got a 30-year mortgage, you need to reinvest Knock that thing down to 15 years. Then knock it down again. So use your wisdom and start turning your bills around and start negotiation. This is the best time to get your mortgage down, refinance your bills. Use your wisdom and use your strategies. Bless God. Okay, we're going to pray out. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you that these financial tips will be an inspiration to the people out there. We just pray that they will just open up the hearts to receive. And we pray that something that we have said will bless the nation. And Father God, we pray for everyone that's hurting if they are waiting on that unemployment check that check is coming in jesus name father god if they need to apply for unemployment open up the doors open up the windows of opportunity give them wisdom to fill out the paperwork lord in jesus name that they can receive 
unemployment. We pray if someone is out there looking for a job, the job market is open right now just for them. Father God, give them that spirit of boldness to go after the job that they need in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you, God, for moving right now. We pray for increase to hit homes. Right now, we might be living in a time of famine, but every believer in Jesus Christ is going to rise up and a mighty increase going to hit this land in the name of Jesus. We thank you, God, for working out everything on our behalf in the name of Jesus. We pray. Amen. Amen. We thank you for tuning in. I am Ray. And I'm Mama Mayo. Have a blessed week. Amen. It's all the best in me. When everyone else around can only see the worst in me. Wish I had a witness tonight. Said he's all the best in me. I guess I'm on the way to the festival. When everyone else around me. Can I tell you one more time, one more time? I said he saw.